Hello and welcome to the Ladies Best Life podcast. I hope you're feeling awesome today. And last week went really well for you. Um, so just to give you a bit of an insight, because what I'm hearing is that you guys are loving what I'm getting up to. And obviously podcasts, emails, I can go a little bit more in depth into my life than I would uh, on social media. So you guys get kind of like the ins to what's going on in my life. So last weekend we went to a big waterfall i can't remember the name of it now for the life of me but it was up north and so it was two hours up there on a bike a moped um which was actually really beautiful but bloody freezing because we went up um into the mountains basically um, and then we were literally like i think as north as you can go and uh throughout this day so we got there probably about maybe 11 uh, a.m you then choose whether you want to go on the short walk, the medium or the long. And we went for the medium and not really knowing what to expect. Like when we've done waterfalls off our own back before, what we've done is basically go look at them, maybe stand underneath them, maybe kind of like chat, reflect. But we've never kind of been on like a guided tour. So this is what that was. Um, and we basically got there. We were in like within probably an hour. We were up into quite high up a blue lagoon. And on this, there was these kind of like Olympic ring, um, Olympic rings on a rope. And basically we had to like scramble up the side of these really slippy rocks, which was just hilarious, like health and safety galore. Um, and then hold onto the swings, try and run. And then basically like fling yourself off into the blue lagoon. So that was pretty much how the day started, which was bloody hilarious. And obviously the lads being lads were trying to do backflips and all of those things. It was just brilliant. And then we carried on a little bit further um, and were at viewpoints and able to kind of like um, w- like look down from the waterfalls, which was bloody incredible. And we basically went up as high as we could. From there, we went all the way around. Like it felt like a long way. Like I, I don't know where the guide was taking us, but we went on like a, a trip around a farm and picked up some cacao and tried raw cacao um, and just did all crazy things like that. And it was just amazing to look at things that maybe other people couldn't see and potentially like things that we wouldn't have seen if it was like an official tour. And it was official, but it wasn't like, you know, tour guide, um, you know, everything really kind of legit and it has to stick to the plan. Like the, the guide was so chilled. And then what we did is we got to the waterfall where we could go in. And it's not like you just kind of like stand underneath the waterfall because it's bloody huge and you can't touch the bottom. So basically you've got a ledge that you jump off into it um, and then you can actually slide down the waterfall. Oh my God. So I'm one of these people where I like to get stuck into things, but being adventurous and like, I love hiking, all of that. Like that's my kind of thing of adventure, but, you know, jumping off high things and, going down waterfalls with a bloody um a life jacket on uh, like yeah it's good but it's not really my bag right but I was like you know what I said to myself as we we're walking around I was like kind of getting the vibe of how this is going to go and I was like I am just going to go all in today I'm going to only do what feels right for me but I'm going to go all in I'm not going to let fear get in my way and I'm just going to see what happens And I'm like, so I know how my brain works quite well. Obviously, we're always surprised with this. And the more we learn about ourselves, the more there is to learn. But I know that if I have to wait to do something, that's when I'll talk myself out of it. So we got to this first place where you basically jump into the um, into the into the water. And the lads went first. So AJ went and then Nick went. And instead of me like saying, Maura, do you want to go? 
Carl, do you want to go? I was just like, right, I'm fucking going. Walk up to it, hold my nose straight in. And that's my approach to it. You absolutely have to do it. Now, that was fine. I like, it wasn't scary. It was just nice to do. And I don't know, it does give you a bit of a buzz, really. Then I was looking at this slide. So people put on life jackets. You go to the top of the waterfall. A guy is holding onto your safety jacket. And you are basically lay flat with your arms across your chest with the water pulling you forwards. And they just let you go and you go. And I was like, mm, not really sure that's a bit of me. So I kind of watched everyone else do it. And then I thought, you know what? Fuck it. This is one of those things that you're fearing. I was fearing that it was going to like scratch my back. Um, I was worried that like, I just really wouldn't enjoy it. it. Like it looked like you were just being absolutely thrown around by the water. But I thought, fuck it. Come on, Sash. Like, what is your motto? Like feel the fear and do it anyway. So I went up, did it, did it once. I didn't enjoy it. Like I didn't enjoy it at all. It was like, it was what I thought it was going to be being tossed around by fucking water. But you know what? It's one of those things that, again, I got up to the top um, and the, everyone was like, oh, who wants to go? I was like, I'll go. Like I just, you have to just kind of like opt for myself to go because if I wait, that's when I can talk myself out of things and make it feel bigger than it actually is and scarier. So that was the day. And then obviously like the lads went and they jumped from like a 10 meter one and then a 15 meter one. And I was like, you know what? I've done a really like a, my fair share of like adventure or feeling the fear and doing it anyway. I just want to get fucking warm. We hadn't eaten all day. Um, and you guys know what I'm like with no food. So we basically, yeah, just watched everyone doing it and thawed out a little bit, which is incredible. As I was on the way back, I was reflecting on the day. And you know me, I always go a little bit deeper than, oh, we had a nice day, waterfalls, blah, blah, blah. I was like, what was it like that made me do that? And there were three things, not what made me do it, but allowed me to do it. Three things that come up. First of all is my health. If my health was shit, I would have struggled with um, maybe being cold for so long. Um, I maybe wouldn't have feel up to it because when you feel poorly, obviously you don't feel up to things. You know, health is one of the biggest driving factors behind what we do and what we don't do if we feel like shit if then when our health isn't in a good place therefore our energy isn't in a good place we can miss out in life and the second thing is just pure energy I have been working significantly hard especially over this past kind of like four months to understand my body and how to maximize my energy we talk about a lot here on the ladies best life podcast around how you can get thrown around by society into overworking, into people pleasing, into doing things for other people, that preserving and managing your own energy can feel quite alien to you. And I know for me, it has been, but because I've been working on it and really been putting dividends into taking my health to new levels as well, uh, it's been a game changer. And that's what really allowed me to enjoy Sunday. Like we had a really good night's sleep. We were up at half five, had a big breakfast, nice bottle of porridge with some protein in there. And then boom, we headed straight up there. So they're the two things. And then the final thing, which I've actually only additionally added into this today, was being able to control my mind. Because obviously, like, it's not really my thing. So I could have just been like, oh, I'll come and watch you guys, but I'm not going to get stuck in. I could have felt self-conscious because as I spoke to you guys um, about in the previous weeks with amenorrhea and my hormones being all over the place. And I've also talked about this a lot on my emails. Um, I don't like my, my kind of levels of like self-consciousness has gone up a little bit and I'm feeling fluffier than normal. My body doesn't feel how it should be feeling at the minute, but obviously should is a very interesting word that we could delve into that another time. 
So I could have maybe felt a bit self-conscious and tried to hide myself, but I didn't. You know, this is where I'm at today and this is me and I accept that. And another thing is obviously feeling the fear. So I could have allowed my mind to stop me going down the slide. Like, I know what it's going to be like. I know that I won't like it. I know this. I know that. Well, who knows? Because when was the last time you did something like that? And who, like, imagine if you actually did like it. So that's the sort of mind frame that I went down. And I see people's minds hold them back all the time. And I don't think people see this correlation. Like I was speaking to a lady just last week about um, potentially joining, working with me. And she's tried personal trainers before. Unfortunately, both of those were pretty fucking shit. We spoke about, you know, basically their method to help her get to where they wanted to go. One put her in a hellish deficit and uh, just got her doing cardio. So she went really skinny and probably malnourished. The other was getting her on four meals a day and she's got two kids, you know, busy job. She ain't got time to be doing that. But also because she wasn't training in the way that was right for her, she just gained body fat. So, but also like, so they weren't right with personal training standards, but also it wasn't the right fit for her just going to a PT because she needed to work on her mindset. She needed to work out that actually her current life wasn't meeting her own needs, her own wants. So this is something that I'm seeing, like people are trying to fix the problem of, I don't feel good in my clothes. I want to get back in my old size 10s. You know, I want to be able to have sex and not be conscious about how I look. People look at those things and they think that the mindset has nothing to do with it. But your thinking drives your behaviors. Okay. And also your energy levels and your health will drive your behaviors. So those three areas that help me to really embrace the waterfall day are the three things that potentially you could need to look at in order to achieve the body that you want to achieve. Okay. Because often fat loss needs to happen as a byproduct of the other things, preserving and building your energy, the other way around, building and preserving your energy, optimizing your health, looking after your body rather than just relentlessly trying to be in a calorie deficit. And then being in control of your mind because you know, if you're constantly emotional eating or burning yourself out at work, so you get home and you hit the fucking pino, you know, it doesn't matter then how much of a deficit you're on in on the other days, you're going to still be fucking it up somewhere along the line. So that's just a bit of an insight into what's been going on in Bali. So what I wanted to talk to you about today was a bit of a journey for me in what's been going on in regards to my health, because I've been banging on about it for a few weeks now, like uh, I'm optimizing my health and taking it to a new level. A lot of you will have seen on my Instagram stories that like I'm being massively humbled at the gym at the minute because movements that I've done for a long time, I'm now doing in a slightly different way that actually op- optimizes my body and the way it moves. And I'm literally moving just the bar in some of these cases, just the bar. So yeah, I wanted to talk to you about that. So a few months back, so the beginning of the year, so I still had a business mentor at the time and we're always looking at ways. So I'm always speaking to different people within the industry and outside of the industry at how we can enhance coaching club. How can we make it better? Now, what we're currently doing is we're looking at what we are not looking at. We are creating what's called a coaching club success system. And this is basically a step-by-step process that's going to take you from where you start before joining the coaching club. So, you know, life is generally in a good place. 
great partner, children are good, um, but maybe the children are at the age now where you've got a little bit more freedom. Um, and that is different for everybody. You know, we've got people inside the program who are just going back to work after maternity leave. So really young babies. And then we've also got people who've got children older than me. So it, there is a huge range there. But also like you're in a position where you are the final piece of the puzzle. So you're pretty overwhelmed. You know, work is getting on top of you. Maybe you're saying yes to doing too many things in work, not putting proper boundaries in place. Your energy and your health are suffering as well because of that and also your physique. So that is generally the start point. So part of this, this success system is about step by step processes to get you to the dream result. And the dream result I actually read out to the coaching club girls a week ago on Tuesday and they literally all cried. <laughs> when I read it out, they were like, oh my God, this is so ours. You understand us so well. And that's what we've been working on. Like we never want to take the coaching club to monumental numbers. We don't want to take it through the roof. We literally want to keep it to a group of people that we can work with to super high levels. And what, like with that in mind, we can then really get to know them. We can understand them and we can make the dream result actually happen. Because a lot of people will promise you things, but who will actually get you there? So that's what we've been looking at is building this success system. So in regards to the kind of like business element of my life, the coaching element, we're really, we've been putting a lot of time, effort in, and investment into that. I obviously have um, people looking over my physique, my training and all those wonderful things. But I just kind of got to the point where I was like, I reckon there's a better way that I can do this. I obviously have Kieran, who's um, kind of helping me with my mindset and my um, limiting beliefs and all those wonderful things. So. I wasn't really actively looking, but I always had that feeling. And especially as I met my car, uh, partner, Carl, he was training in a way that I was really curious about. Like he's doing all these weird fucking movements. And I was like, I, I never knock it because I'm always intrigued by it. But I was like, hmm, I don't understand this. And then he introduced me to his coach because he was also taking a few supplements. And I was like, why are you taking that? And he could really well, like he could articulate really well why he was taking them. And that's a very big difference. A lot of people will just do what they're told for a short amount of time, but they don't have the buy-in. So then they stop doing it. So I was like, anyway, I want to, I want to know a bit more about this coach that you're working with or these coaches. So uh, actually on our second ever date, he was like, well, I'm going to go to Milton Keynes and we're going to, I'm going to go spend the weekend with them. We're going to train. We're going to go for an IV drip. Do you want to come? And I was like, oh fuck, second date. Yeah, why not? Let's do it. Jump in. And I am so glad I did because I trained with the guys. I um, obviously had got introduced to my first ever IV drip and just got introduced into their world. And their world is really what's it's called superhuman health. So it's about taking everything to a whole new level in a way that I'd not considered before. So blood tests and things like that as well. And they basically had what I wanted. I wanted to take my health to a no, new level. I wanted to understand more about my specific health um, instead of just kind of like guessing. I wanted actual numbers. I wanted to be strong and to move in the best possible way for my body. Because like when I was doing squats, I was feeling a bit of pressure in my lower back. I was always like um, reaching complete like dead ends with strength. Like I could never take it above where I wanted to uh, take it like it was literally just I'd stop say for example um hip thrust I was at 100 and it fucking wouldn't budge from there and obviously that is there was always something that's going on and I was in a bit of a phase where I wanted to reduce a bit of body fat at the time and it just wasn't happening it was like a fucking continuous cycle of like I'd lose a bit then I'd gain a bit lose a bit gain a bit so I thought you know what I'm going to find out more about working with them and 
it, like, so call a spade a spade. It's not cheap to work with them. And I had to go away and think about it. So I had a call and they explained to me all the ins and the outs, what it would look like. I'm very much like, it depends with me with uh, when it's looking at investments. If I truly believe that I can get that, I'm in. If there is a bit of a hesitation, like, is this like something that I need to do right now? Or are, are there other kind of bigger fires to work on? So we went through it all and I was like, right, I actually do need to go away and just kind of think about whether this can financially work for me. I do need to think about, is this going to be something that is going to be beneficial? Will I get the results that I'm seeing on their social media? Will I feel the way that they want to feel? And when it came to me kind of like sitting down and working through the cost of this investment, I basically sat down and I asked myself the question, I fucking love a journal, right? So I got my journal out and I was like, in six months time, what will mean more to me? Will it be that amount of money in my bank account? Or will it be me taking off some of the boxes and making forward progression and feeling like I'm on the right track? Because I don't think I didn't think I'd be where I wanted to be, because obviously this is a lot to unpick going into health, biomechanics, and all of those things. But did I at least would I be proud and would I have benefited from being on the track? And that was a fucking game changer for me because instead of it just being like, oh, here's the money, I thought like, what will mean more to me? So when I woke up, I think six months will probably be about September time. When I wake up in September, will I want that money in my bank account or will it mean more to me to have some of the results I want to get? Hands fucking down, it's the results because money will return. I could also look at ways to maybe pull back some spends and do different things that would help to free up some money. And that's exactly what I did. And I'm probably, I probably joined in like April, so May, June, July. So three months in, and my life has significantly changed. I wouldn't have come to Bali if it wasn't for meeting them. I don't think. I am now like, and if I'm completely honest with you guys, so I had my bloods done and there have been a lot of stuff to work on. So my mum has got an underactive thyroid. So that that is looking like it's trending that way for me. Uh, also, I had genes test done with my nutritionist prior to work, uh, having my blood done, blood's done. And my liver isn't detoxifying as well as it should be. I also have got blockers on certain genes, which means I find it hard to switch off. I now understand so much more about my physiology and how that taps into my uh, psychology and how, why I am the way I am. But with this in mind, going in and getting a whole blood panel done, which I think is like 50 different re um, markers, there are so many different things to, to look at. The majority of people will have some sort of like gut issues, apparently is what these guys are saying. And I believe absolutely everything they're saying, they are going to start to work inside the coaching club as well, because it's been fucking monumental. But we have to fix those things first because basically they thought that I had what's called a leaky gut. So there is a part of my gut which is um, leaking. I'm saying this in really simple terms. But basically, if I was then just to pack a load of kind of like supplements in, um, it wouldn't be as beneficial as it could be because it's not all going um, kind of through the system properly. So that's what we started by doing is looking at leaky gut and basically getting my um, uh, basically my digestion in a better place like my tract in a better place but then what we realized literally only a couple of weeks ago is my house back in England is full of mold full of mold like in every room there are black dots on the walls it's fucking freezing and it's damp now 
I don't know all of the ins and the outs, but basically mold gets into your body and it really impacts you. So we've had to go a massive halt on what we were doing. After this realization, I'm now on what's called a mold detox procedure or protocol. So it's not always straightforward. And will I be in the kind of like optimal ranges when I next have my blood test done, when I come back in September? Not a fucking chance. I would be, there will be some improvement, absolutely. And I am feeling so much better. I'm also feeling so much stronger from training in the way I want to train. But it's it's going to take fucking time. And the thing is, like, I am committed to that because I also look at it and go, well, what's the alternative? Go back to training like a bro in the gym and just eating the way I've always eaten, which will be fine. And it is fucking optimal compared to a lot of people. But it's now not optimal to me. This is now my norms. And I now want to take it to the next fucking level. And there are always new levels. And this is why even looking at the coaching club, it's always evolving. If we had someone who joined when it first opened uh, back in October 2020, when it was just a 98 fat loss program, if they joined now, they'd be like, holy fucking shit. This is a completely different ball game. And that is what I want my journey to be like. And this is something that actually one of the CC girls said a few, probably a couple of months ago now, she was like, what I fucking love about you now, Sash, is you are unrecognizable compared to when I first joined coaching club two years ago. And your commitment to growth is fucking so inspirational that it commits us to continuing to grow. And that's the type of woman that I want to work with. I don't want to work with people who are just like, yeah, I've completed it, bro. I've, I've achieved my fat loss. I sleep better, done. You know, yeah, okay. There, there is definitely a space and a desire for that and a need for that. But then there's that, like that slightly different person who's like, I want to tidy this shit up. I want to get my energy in a good place. Then I want to see what I'm capable of, what sort of mum I can be, how I can really kind of like elevate my standards in career, how I can take my health to a new level, how I can understand more about my body, how I can think better if you think better your whole life develops and that's why I still two years on work with Kieran he challenges me to think better and so many people just accept accept status quo they don't fucking work on their minds they just continue to go this is the way I am I've always been this I've always had no confidence I've always had um like I've always fired up when things don't go my way or whatever just because you've always been that way does not does not mean that you are destined to always be that way if you fucking work on it. But if you don't work on it, nothing will change because nothing's changed. And this is something that I see because for me, investment always wins. And if I can't afford that investment there and then, and I'm the type of person who would like to always pay upfront for a agreement rather than go on a monthly uh, recurring, that's just how I work. I like to pay in chunks so I know it's done. I do it with my car insurance and all of those wonderful things. So if I know that at that point in time, say, seven grand investment if I can't afford that right then I go away I make a fucking plan I look at how I can reduce my spends I look at what else I'm maybe getting support with what other coaches are helping me mentors how I can tweak those to then allow me to afford this it's not a I can't it's a how can I and I see so many women who have money in savings they have access to a 0% card or it's credit card or who could just pull back on clothes shopping or meals out or uh, you know, wine at the weekends, they could pull back or find a way to preserve some cash or build some cash and then work and invest on the very thing they've been struggling with for years, but they don't. And why do you think that is? Two things. One, they don't believe they can. 
They don't believe it will work for them. They don't believe that they have the capacity to do it all the time, which is always fucking bullshit. We can always make progress regardless of minimal time being the only uh, kind of resource that we've got available to us. But also their fear, they're scared. They are, they've got like massive fear of failure. I had that guys. We will all have that when it comes into investing. You'll always like, so for me, with this journey with my health right now, I see on socials, on on their stories, other people who've been in less time than me and have got greater results. And I, my like inner toddler could come up and like stamp my feet and be like, this ain't fucking fair. But actually, truth of the matter is, we've just got a more complex puzzle to resolve. That's it. And what's the fucking alternative? Having a hissy fit and leave? Or stay, commit, and carry the fuck on. And that's what the two things, so self-belief and fear of failure. But what isn't a win is a lesson. It's not a failure. And if you stay still, if you don't make any step in any direction, you are already failing. You are not learning lessons. You are not putting yourself in the ability to potentially win, to potentially change. I've had about four different business mentors in my time. The first three were fucking shit, but I would not have known that if I didn't lean into it. I would also have not have built up the, I suppose, resilience with investing and have worked with Phil like I did for two and a half years and will have created the coaching club if I didn't invest in those other people first. And they were, that if you want to call it a failure, that is what they fucking were. But I don't call it that. I see it as a lesson because I did get some things from them. I did learn some bits from them. And I think if we can understand that it's our own belief that stops us and fear of failure, we know that the only thing getting in our way is us. We know that we are the reason why we're not stepping forwards. So what is it you need? What I needed was to fucking back myself that I would give it what I could with the time I had. There is no such thing with going into any program, any mentorship of giving it 100% because you have about 95% of other fucking things going on in your life. All you can give your self-development journey, your lifestyle management journey is maybe 5%, okay? It's not that much time, but it's more than enough. So that's absolutely fine and you can 100% work on it. It is more than enough for what you want to do and how you want to progress. So please don't stop yourself by thinking that you've got to give it a load of time. Life is too short. Continue to work on yourself. Don't let yourself hold your back. And if you're ever stuck or struggling, then please give me a shout because I'm here to help. Have an incredible day team and I will see you soon.